lightening the sleeping masses and stoking the fire of the American dream. Always Right Radio with Bob France on The Answer. We've heard time and time again, Madam Speaker, that the Democrats say this is not a violation of due process, not a violation of, the, of, of our constitutional rights. It most certainly is. Remember the basics here. Someone doesn't like you. They file a complaint. There is a hearing within 24 hours, a hearing that you're not allowed to attend. You're not allowed to be there to face your accusers. The government takes your gun or guns. Several days later, there's a real hearing. Well, a real hearing with a lower standard. The burden of proof for the government is not beyond a reasonable doubt to deny you your constitutional right. It's a clear and convincing standard. So a lower standard to take away your fundamental liberty when you didn't commit any crime. If that's not a violation of due process, I do not know what is. Nor do I. That was Congressman Jim Jordan on the floor of the House on Friday. You just found out over the weekend that the Senate has come to an agreement on their side on a set of principles, not actual legislation, no language written, but on a set of principles that would um, be the strongest gun control package that has passed this uh, Congress in decades. Not this Congress, but the Congress in decades. Ten Republicans crossed over to join this, uh, 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 on this pad, to join the Democrats on this package that would include what Jim Jordan was just describing, red flag laws. Congressman Jordan joins us now on AM 1420, The Answer, for more on this. Good morning, sir. How are you? I'm fine, Bob. How are you doing? I'm doing all right, except that I'm like you. I'm very, very disturbed by the attack on our rights. People seem to think that the Second Amendment just disappears because something terrible happens. Our rights are being stripped away from us. And ten members of our shared party, yours and mine, on the Senate side are going along with this. And I don't understand it, Congressman. Well, it makes no sense, and you're absolutely right. This is a direct infringement on due process liberty, on Second Amendment liberty. Um, and frankly, what they're proposed, this package, this, this framework or whatever it is, even if all that stuff would pass, it wouldn't have done anything to stop the tragedies that we've seen in Buffalo or, or, or Uvalde. Um, <clears throat> so not only does it not help, not, not only does it, does it infringe on people's liberties, it wouldn't have helped the situation, that, that the tragic situation that took place in, in those uh, those communities. So um, I don't know what these United States senators are thinking, particularly the, the Republicans. They're supposed to, you know, de- defend Americans' liberties, but um looks like they're going to go along with this. I hope there's a change of heart, and I hope it doesn't pass. Well, some of them said, uh, par- paraphrasing, we don't have the language yet. So we have to see what the language looks like. If the language is not acceptable, yeah. they, they will say, I, I do not support it. But they are just in agreement on principle. Uh, they're not going to ban assault weapons, as they call them, assault weapons. They're not going to agree to an 18 to 21-year-old uh, um, increase in age requirement. They are saying that if you are under 21, there will be more enhanced or expansive background checks to see if you can get one of those. So there are some things that, you know, you're never going to get away with everything you want here. There are some things that you might just have to give in on. But, Congressman, I am not giving in on red flag laws. This is fundamental due process. I talked to you about this before many times. It's what happened with President Trump in the second impeachment. They did it without due process, and that's what made it a joke from the start. It's what led to the end of the career of Anthony Gonzalez and and others, because you cannot do this to to, to citizens without giving them a chance to defend themselves in court. Right. We're we're used to to Democrats... uh... Uh, not adhering to due process. As you point out, we saw it in the first impeachment hearing. President Trump was denied due process. They had the hearings in the ba- uh, the bunker in the basement of the of the Capitol. Uh, we weren't allowed to call in our witnesses. 
But That's and then, right. then during the hearings, we weren't allowed to bring in our hearings. The president wasn't allowed to have his attorney in those in those depositions, like it had been in the, the case in all all the time before. And then, of course, we're seeing lack of due process with this January 6th committee. Republicans aren't even allowed on the committee, so there's no opportunity to to depose, see the evidence, or present a case. Uh, you only get one side of the story. That is what's going to happen now with this this red flag law, because like I said in my remarks on the floor, someone doesn't like you. They file a complaint, and within 24 hours, there's a hearing that you're not allowed to be at, <clears throat> and you can lose. Excuse me, you can lose your liberty right away. And then you got you got between 72 hours and a couple weeks where there is a hearing, <clears throat> and you can you can present evidence. The burden, though, as I said on the floor, the burden is lower for the government to keep. So they can take your rights from you where you can't be at a hearing for you to get them back. The standard is lower. Uh, for, for you to get your second limit, uh, liberties back and get your firearms back. That, that is not how America is supposed to work. Um, and they're going to do it by bribing states to enact those kind of laws. That, uh, the, the, the House passed the federal red flag law, which was really bad. But now what the Senate is talking about, at least my understanding, is they're going to bribe the states yeah. to pass those kind of laws. Exactly that. That's exactly the right word, because it's going to be just like what they're doing right now. If you don't allow little boys into little girls' bathrooms, we're not going to give you funding for school lunches. Poor kids can starve if you don't let little boys into little girls' bathrooms. So it's the same thing here. You will not get federal funding for A, B, C, D, E, or F, or whatever it is, if you don't enact the red flag laws that we called for in this Senate package. That That's exactly what they're doing. It's always the way the left operates. They use your money to go against your position, and that's what they're doing here. They've done it for, for so long. Take your tax dollars, use it to, to help elect. A lot of times it gets funneled back through C4 or, or C, these, these, these not-for-profit C3's organizations. They use your money to help elect people against your positions and your, your, your beliefs. Now they're doing the same thing with uh, – with the school lunch program, as you talked about, and, of course, this red flag law. All right. You, you, I mentioned the lack of due process in the second impeachment of Donald Trump. You mentioned it in the first. Now let's talk about it in the third. And that is exactly yep. what these hearings are. This is another impeachment of Donald Trump. And in this case, instead of trying to re- remove him from office, it is to try to stop him from running again. I, I, I kind of termed it this way on Friday after I, we, we kind of saw what happened on Thursday night. And I didn't watch it live. I was like most Americans. Nobody really watched it. Um but I found out everything that went on there. And, Congressman, you know, I don't think there's ever been a court in American history. And I know this is a congressional hearing and not an actual trial, but there were nine prosecutors on that stage, nine prosecutors allowing no defense representation whatsoever. You and Jim Banks might have been the defense representation, or you might have just asked questions about things they didn't want to ask, like Nancy Pelosi's refusal to secure the Capitol when they got word ahead of time that there might be some violence, there might be some clashes between dueling protest groups, whatever. But there's nine prosecutors up there and zero defense attorneys, and they put it on TV with an ABC News producer making it friendly for TV so everybody can just consume all of the junk that they're throwing out there, absent context, and again, absent challenge from the other side uh, of this attack. I've never seen anything like yeah. it. Yeah, you, there's no cross-examination. There's no, there's no ability to impeach the witness, to, to, to cross-examine a witness, and present an adversarial type of relationship or present a different side of the case. It just, we, we, it never operates that way until the last three years. They did it in 2019. They did it uh, with the impeachment of President Trump and they're doing it now. So until this point, we've always had that kind of, that kind of, no other committee on Capitol Hill, no other committee on Capitol Hill do you only have one side. 
Every single committee, if the majority party gets more members because they're the majority party, but the minority party always gets <clears throat> representation and they always get a chance to bring in witnesses for hearings and cross-examine all the witnesses who were in fact brought in, except with this January 6th committee. So now, in spite of all that, in spite of the fact that they had hundreds of witnesses, thousands of hours of testimony, no, no, no due process, no, no, no cross-examination, I don't know that we learned anything new. I don't know that we learned anything we didn't already know. So <clears throat> that's what I think the, the real takeaway was. At least that was my takeaway on Thursday night. Well, I, I saw you uh, with uh, Maria Bartiromo on Sunday Morning Futures, too, Congressman Jordan. You talked also, again, what we've talked about before when you found out it when we first saw this. This committee altered evidence. They literally fabricated yep. evidence by, by, yeah. by, by altering it, editing it, text messages between yourself and Mark Meadows. And you proved it. It was, it's, it's been proven, but yeah. there's nobody to present that on national TV Thursday night. There's nobody that's right. going to present that information. <laughs> you know, all of this, you know, the facts of the situation this morning in their next hearing. So the question is, is again, how, how can anything that they say or do be trusted when they are willing to lie and fabricate ev- uh, evidence? Yeah, this is the, this is the boy who cried wolf. I mean, so many times you get caught leaking information, lying about information, so much so that the committee had to issue a statement where they said, we regret the air, as I pointed out many times. When they said, we regret the air, that's government speak, where we got caught lying. So at some point, you got to say, what, what, what is, is this really, can you trust anything that comes out of this group? Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see what how it takes out. There's another hearing schedule here for a few minutes uh, this morning, and, uh, you know, we'll see what's next. But I think that's the reason. And, again, the American people, there's a reason that, uh, Bob, that seven out of ten, more than seven out of ten of our fellow citizens think the country's on the right track or on the wrong track. They think that because it is. I mean, everything has gotten worse under this administration. And I think that's where most Americans' concerns uh, truly lie, not with, not with you know, this, this committee and, and information we got Thursday night that well. we already one could argue that's the whole reason they went prime time with this thing. Because, well, you know, every American is looking at their, at their budget. They're looking at their checkbook. They're saying, here's the deposit from last week's paycheck from work. Here's what we had to pay for the mortgage or the rent. Here's what we had to pay for the insurance, the car, blah, blah, blah. And they're looking at it. They're going, we, are, we don't have enough to cover this. If we have to fill yeah. the tanks enough to get to and from work, much less anything social, if we have to fill the gas tanks at five bucks a gallon, we've got to cut something somewhere. And, and they don't want Americans looking at that. They don't want Americans looking at eight 8.6% inflation we, it was announced on Friday. The $5 gallon yeah. gas, we finally breached that threshold. The baby food shortage. Oh, they don't want anybody focusing on those things, so they're saying, look at how bad Donald Trump and the Republicans are. We'll put it on primetime yeah. TV just to take your mind off of it. Yeah. It's, it's, I think it's worse than 8.6%. It sure feels that way, I think, for families across this, this uh, country. You know, it's five. I saw yesterday's $5.09 a gallon in, in little old St. Paris, Ohio, our hometown. Um, so yeah, this is the worst tax ever. The inflation tax is the worst tax you can put on families, put on Americans. And think about this. Joe Biden wants to raise taxes in addition to the worst taxes already been placed on American people, the 41 year high inflation rate. That's how bad this situation is. So yeah, they got nothing else. to. They can't talk about a border. That's no longer a border. They can't talk about the 41 year high inflation rate. They can't talk about $5 gas and they can't talk about crime up in every major urban area. So uh, what are they going to do? They're going to talk about January 6th, and frankly, they're going to come after your fundamental liberties, which they've been doing for a year and a half, going after the First Amendment. Now they're adding the Second Amendment with this crazy package that the Senate is uh, talking about passing. 
Yeah, no question about it. Uh, let's let's move on to one other issue. Um, th- this new caravan that was forming that was supposed to be ten to 15,000 strong is being broken up. Mexico has allowed all of these people to stay in Mexico, which makes it sound like, hey, that's great news. But all it means is they are going to be shuffling them across in smaller groups than they were before. And the Biden administration's response is, uh, well, it's not really a response, but uh, we, we're getting the information that the Biden administration plans to move these people deeper into the United States than ever before. They're not going to keep them down there in the border states. They're coming to Ohio. They're coming to the Northeast. They're coming to the Midwest. They're coming everywhere, and the federal government is going to spread them out and disperse them throughout the United States. When, if ever, is this administration going to restore sovereignty by by restoring the the southern border? They're not, because this is what they want. It's intentional. We all know it's intentional because, I mean, they, they've in essence said that. Remember, Mayorka said we are executing our plan. Their plan is to intentionally allow as many illegal uh, migrants to come into our country as as they, as they can. Remember, on day one, they said there was a moratorium on on any type, on any deportation. They got rid of Remain in Mexico policy. They ended the agreements with the Northern Triangle uh, countries, and they stopped building the wall. So now, what they're saying to the to the to the world is. If you come to America, don't worry. There's no wall to get over. You don't have to wait in Mexico, and we'll release you to wherever you want to go in the United States. And you wonder why everyone's showing up and coming in. So this is intentional. Secretary Mayorkas, when he told us a year ago that we are executing our plan, he was saying, you know, the old the old line, he was saying the quiet part out loud. That's what they're doing, and their plan is to intentionally allow any illegal migrant they want to come into the country. And, you know, Congressman, we need to point this part out just be, for the sake of consistency and also to point out their opposite of that, which is their hypocrisy. They're screaming about we need these gun control laws. We need to ban this. We need to raise the age of that and so on and so forth because the children, the children, the children. What about children's lives? Look at all these children are dying from gun, gun, uh, from, uh, gun violence. Opioid overdose deaths among teenagers have skyrocketed to record highs. I'm quoting ABC News from April. So it's very fresh. This is two months old. Fentanyl associated with 77% of adolescent overdose deaths in 2021. 77%. And where is the fentanyl coming from, Congressman Jordan? Yep. It's coming from China up up through Mexico across our southern border. And it seems to me... You, you hate to say this, but it, it seems to me that there's there's no real no real concern from the Biden administration whatsoever about that that this tragedy that's impacted no. so many families and so many communities. Um, like I said, you, you hate to think this, but remember, Secretary Morcus made two statements last year in the same hearing. He said the border is secure, and then right after that, he said we're executing our plan. Now, the first statement is absolutely false, and the second statement, though. It's completely true, and that, that's what's going on. That's, that's the nature of this administration. And it, it's, not just, it's not just that they are intentionally doing this on the border. They are intentionally doing this to the price of energy, which is the main driver of our inflation costs. They actually want five, six, seven, eight dollar gas. They told us that several months ago in a hearing where they went after every CEO from the, from the oil and gas companies in that hearing, and Ro Khanna, a Democrat colleague of mine from, uh, uh, from, from San Francisco area, from the Bay Area, said, um, why won't you guys pledge to decrease production? Why won't you promise today that you'll decrease production? I'm like, dude, do you want $8 gas? And the truth is they do. That is exactly what they want. So all this stuff is intentional to what they're doing with inflation, intentional what they're doing with energy, intentional what they're doing on our uh, southern border. Yeah, it, it really is. And I just wonder, you know, can you imagine how effective 
this could be if the if the Democrats in charge of the federal government right now, both the legislature and the and the and the executive, if they actually put the same sort of effort into stopping fentanyl from getting into this country, the way they are trying to stop people from having guns and, and violating yeah. people's Second Amendment rights, if they actually put the same amount of effort into it, that border would be airtight. It would be locked yep. down solid like it was under Donald Trump to a large extent. And all of these yep. drugs that are getting in here and killing our kids. Congressman, I'm not kidding you. I'm looking at the numbers here. Overdose deaths in adolescents rose far more rapidly than any other demographic in the general population between 2019 and 2021. And this is according to their favorite place to quote, the CDC. And they are doing yeah. nothing about it. Can you? Do they care about kids or do they not? I guess that's the hypocrisy. Uh, you don't have to answer it because we know the answer, but uh, that's the hypocrisy that needs to be pointed out. They do or they don't. Yeah. And it really depends on what helps them the most. Now, so. uh, we always end, we always end with some good news. And the, and, the, and the good news is the country has figured this out. As I said before, there's a reason why 75% of the nation thinks we're on the wrong track. Mm-hmm. Greatest nation in history, all, that many of our citizens think we're on the wrong track. And that's because they recognize just how bad these things, these policies are. That Joe Biden literally has not done one thing right. And I don't say that just because I'm a conservative Republican. I say that because that's just objectively looking at it. Tell me what he's done. Pick the area. Your liberties, the border, crime, inflation, energy, foreign policy. Tell me what's, tell me what's going right. None of those policy areas is anything going right. Everything is a disaster. And the country understands that. So, um, the good news is I do think a change is coming, but it's, you know, five months away. Yeah, exactly right. We just got to keep plugging along until we get there. Congressman Jim Jordan, thank you so much for the time, sir. We appreciate it. You bet. Thank you, Bob. There's Jim Jordan, ranking member of the Judiciary Committee on the House side. He's working very hard on all of these things, the gun issue, uh, the uh, uh, January 6th issue, the border issue, and, yes, the inflation issue as well. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.